Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. All right. <laughs> who who is that little girl, and why doesn't she like me? <laughs> and, and by the way. She needs to get in line because uh, the, the the list of people who don't like me, uh, serpentines all over the world, uh, ex-wives, creditors. There's a lot of people ahead of her in line. Why doesn't she like me? The funny thing about that sign is, is you're such a narcissist is that that makes you happy. Like she's just saying your name. It doesn't matter that in front of it, she says, I don't like you just love that. I do. Yeah. What if she ended it with is a pedophile? You know, <laughs> would you love that? <laughs> uh, no, less. No, a lot less. That's yeah, Yeti I'm, pushing I'm... the game of will Greg Cody like every sentence his name is involved. Like we found one cent. That is the one sentence Yeti just said. That's the only example. Even murderer. Greg Cody is a murderer. He's fine with. <laughs> right. What's the backstory on that? I have no idea where that came from. Uh, this is our one of our, our our listeners, Jance Morris. He um shares my birthday. Happy birthday when it happens, Jance. But um he uh he, they were on vacation and he was trying to make the kids listen to the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody and she was not having it. It's one of my favorite things is spouses slash kids. Like whenever like I we're in a scenario where we meet fans and it's like oh man I listen every day and then you look over at the spouse and they're like yeah they listen every day. <laughs> And it's in, like, if we're driving anywhere, guess what's on the pod? Guess what's on the radio? Like, they well, hate us. That's you listening to your idea. little show again? <laughs> Why are they no, talking about farting? Idea. They talk about farting a lot. There, there is no better way to make an hour fly by on a family road trip than uh, the Greg Cody show, despite what that little girl says. Uh, I like, by the way, what's her name? Do we know? I do not. Okay, because let's, let's say her name is uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, you may not like me, but I like you. Okay. Is there a Q you in there? You. I've never heard anyone actually pronounce the Q. That's in like Jacqueline. the way Yeti would say Jacqueline. Jack Jacqueline. Now Shut I can't up. even say the name. My dad screwed me up. Like, how do you say? <laughs> no, yeah, be careful I say with Jacqueline. That name. I don't pronounce Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Okay. Why did I pick Jacqueline? I could have just said Mary. Nancy. <laughs> God, your names are all so old. <laughs> Nancy's an old name, and Mary is still. Uh, Mary's pretty old. Yeah. Emma. Uh, Emma's an old name. Emma's a new name, isn't it? Yeah, Emma's happening. Emma might be just me. Then it's a name that has just stand, it's standed the test of time because it is for sure. There are a lot of Emmas going around like nowadays. Mm. So like it might be an old name too, but it is, it's, it's held up. I remember 20 years ago, one of my friends met another friend named Emma and he's like, that's a grandma's name. Really? See, yeah, I think of that as a modern years ago. girl name. I think Emma is an incredibly happening now modern name as a matter of fact if if uh if you're at a birthday party for 
Graceland, uh, I feel like there will be an Emma there, like in the, in the four or five year old. In our circle of kids, parents and kids, I, I can think of three Emmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. We have an yeah. Emma on our soccer team. Hey, Greg, this is a perfect opportunity for another round of Mount Greg Moore's name game ah. with the most popular names of the last 10 years. Yeah. The fans will love it. Okay. Please, let's not do that. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> All right, we're, we're, we'll put that in the hopper. We're working on that. But um, speaking of Nancy and old names, uh, the biggest story in sports this week that nobody's talking about is Jim Thorpe winning two Olympic gold medals 69 years after his death. I think that's a pretty neat story. Um, um, Jim how? Thorpe uh, in the Olympics uh, 110 years ago, okay, won two Olympic gold medals in the pentathlon and decathlon. But he's 69. <laughs> uh, he died 69 years ago. No, I'm just saying. Oh, he I- died 69 yeah. years ago. Right. That's what I said. I just Googled Jim Thorpe and this dude's yeah. like a hoss, man. Like he looks oh, like he's yeah. like, he looks like he's five, nine, but he looks like he could like run through a brick wall. Yeah. He was one of the great athletes of his time. He played in the NFL. He was an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, he, he just did it all. Uh, so he wins two gold medals in the uh, whatever Olympics that was the 1910 Olympics. And they're stripped from him over some weird arcane. He violated amateurism rules because he played in the NFL. I don't know what the the thing was. Oh, they just stripped him from him this week? No, they stripped him from him like years ago. Oh, back then. Yeah, way back then. So they just gave it back to him. Yeah, and now 110 years after he won those gold medals uh, and 69 years after his death, Jim Thorpe gets his gold medals. So I thought that that was a pretty fun story. You guys probably have never heard of it. Jim Thorpe. I've heard the name, but I, I'm doing research right now. Before this research, I knew very little about him, for sure. Okay. Welcome to Jorp Center. That's right. <laughs> exactly. You know what people are doing? This is a, I'm varying here wildly because I'm thinking of it. Extortionists are flooding <laughs> restaurants with one-star Google reviews and demanding money to stop sabotaging these restaurants. Isn't that terrible? That's, yeah, that's crap. I don't like this whole thing of like reviews, are, like they're tainted. You know? Yeah. Like like people, like money has gotten in. You know how money affects everything? Yep. Money has gotten into reviews. I was with the Sheets and Giggles guy yesterday, uh, recently, and he was talking about just how like the game, like, you know, you see these like websites of like top seven restaurants, top eight bed sheets, top nine, like, right. Like these aren't just people writing lists of like their actual opinion. These are like companies, whoever pays the most is number one on that list. Like all these top, like what, like articles that you read of like, Oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the mood for golf clubs, top seven golf clubs you can buy right now. There's all money behind that. Those aren't genuine lists. And I was just like, can't nothing be what I want it to be. Cause I love those lists. I love clicking on a top <laughs> list and like, Oh, what's the best. And it's just like now reviews, you go on Yelp, all the reviews are fake. Not that, I'm not saying that it's Yelp, that all the reviews are fake, but it's just in general, I just don't trust reviews anymore now. Like what's wrong with this world? If, if if you see a list of top 10 steakhouses, uh, I I guarantee you number one on that list spent the most money to be number one on that or list. Or they like guarantee like the, 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 the magazine, like a cut, like for every person that comes in and said they read this article, you get X dollars and whoever offers the most money gets to be number one. It's just right. it's, a da- it's a dirty game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rude. I hate it. I, I don't like, and especially the extortion idea of it too. It's, it's just like, that's just extra, extra dirty. But I, yeah, I don't trust reviews either. I, usually I'll, I'll talk to friends, but we lived in this one town for a short period of time 
And uh, we found that the people's taste in food was so bad, we would ask them, for, hey, what, what restaurants are good? And the ones that they said were bad were the ones we'd go to because they had such poor taste. As an entire community, no one in this in this community knew what good food was. <laughs> wow. And uh, and so, like, yeah, because they, they never left their community. It was really small, and they never tried new things. So if they said, if there was a, a new restaurant in town, that place is nasty. You know, it's okay, cool. We're going to go try it because it's probably just something different other than, you know, you know, lard fried on lard. Yeah. How do you say, how do you say new? 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 It's what you you say N-O-O. I'm really hearing that E, man. Yeah. I'm really hearing that E and that W. That new. Fighting for representation matters, Chris. New. Fight for E's everywhere. You make new a two-syllable word. New. Oh, that 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 now that is southern. That is <laughs> we will make a two. We will make a one syllable word, a two syllable word, or a multi syllable word, and we will make multi syllable words one syllable words. <laughs> what was I, I going to say here? Ed, edit this out because uh, I'm I honestly have a brain fart right now. A brain. Um, There's the new cold open. No, no, uh, please, no, don't don't do that. I was about to go somewhere, and now I've completely. Oh, um, okay. Back to reviews for a minute. One of the big disagreements in my marriage, Christopher, is that your mother uh, faithfully believes reviews, looks at reviews, uh, reads them like gospel. And I try to tell your mother that if there's a glowing review for a restaurant, chances are it was written by the owner of the restaurant right. uh, with a made up name. And, and likewise, if there's a terrible, awful review, it's either written by one of those extortionists we just talked about or it's written by the guy who owns the restaurant next door, the rival restaurant. I mean, it also could be written by somebody who had a bad experience. I think bad reviews, sure. I almost believe those more because it's like, yeah, I feel like you probably just had a bad day there. Well, you know, all the good reviews about the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody are definitely written by us. And you can leave your own <laughs> bad review yeah. at thegregcodyshow.com. The thing my dad doesn't realize is you can see the email at the bottom of that review and we can see Upset Bird at the end of all of those. So. <laughs> I would not even know how to leave a review. I, I know. You know, we, we should we're, do a video of my dad trying to leave a review for the Greg Cody show. <laughs> no, we're we're uh, a review maniac country right now. Uh, I, I ordered something from Amazon a couple of weeks ago. It was a T-shirt. Uh, a you mean, ma- you mean mom ordered it for you? No, I ordered it. I love. You know how to order something online. on Amazon? I think we've done okay. this before. I was amazed by this before. No, no, I I, I'm an Amazon it. Prime uh, member. Whatever the hell that means. Anyway. Uh, so a couple of days, uh, the, the thing, uh, comes in the mail and a day later in my email, Amazon is asking me to review my experience, oh, <laughs> which yeah. is like, why that always gets the, no, thanks. Like I never yeah. do that. I ordered a t-shirt. It arrived. It was a <laughs> normal <laughs> transaction. Yeah, why was am I reviewing ex- that? What was your experience like? It was fine. I got my shirt. <laughs> you, you should you, you should review it but like i feel a little bloated honestly after wa- trying the shirt exactly. out. like give them a review yes. of like something they're not asking for like right yeah start, start reviewing the breakfast you had like to amazon <laughs> i should do that uh by the way if you don't know this is the greg cody show with greg cody hey. welcome. welcome everybody yeti's here christopher's here uh christopher's wearing uh, a hat from uh last week's uh lake tahoe golf tournament just to, just to uh terrorize me <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> and insult me further but uh, yeah. but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, we have a fun show here. At, well, not necessarily a fun show. Part of it's serious. Uh, we uh, we have a funeral today to attend. Uh, we're um, we're burying our deck shoes. Mm. Our twenty five year old 
deck shoes uh, are being retired. Are we going to put that at the end? Because I feel like it'll bring the energy down and it'll make us all sad. You know, it could. Yeah, maybe. Should we save that? Like, should we get rid of the fun stuff first and then really at the end just dedicate, just really pay respect to those yeah. those damn smelly shoes? They, they're, they're just wonderful shoes. Uh, well, I, I don't want to get emotional. Okay. I'm going to save all that emotion for the end when we have the funeral. Uh, we, we also have a fun thing to do. I, here's how this happened. Uh, I, I happened upon a, uh, a website that uh, called funny editor and, um, it specializes in just awful dad jokes that are so bad. Oh, wow. They're, they're good. You know what I mean? Uh, just now you're talking my language. Yeah. And, and, um, <laughs> the way this happened was we have a new improv that opened in Dania beach, which is, you know, the suburb of Fort Lauderdale down here. And um, it's a, it's an improv. It's in, in the improv chain. So it's big, but it isn't big yet. So they give away free tickets. OK, um, like the, one of their guests uh, or one of their comedians is Chris Rock's brother. You know, that's the kind of uh, comic they get at this point. They don't get the headliners, uh, although they do. Have a- we tried to get a rock on uh, Cinephile after the whole slap. We were like, hey, if we could get a rock, any rock would be, would be good pub. <laughs> well, believe me, this guy would have done it. Trust me. Uh, I forget his first name, but uh, he's he's definitely the bro. I think it's Jacqueline. Tony Rock, I think. Or what's Chris I think Rock's it might be Tony name? Rock now that you mention it. I mean, I remember because we, we, we tried to get him. Yeah, it is. Actually, it is Tony Rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and currently they have uh, Alex. There's also Moffitt, a jo- Wow, there's a lot of rocks. I just looked Are up. There? I just typed into Google <laughs> Chris Rock Brothers. There's Tony Rock, Jordan Rock, Kenny Rock, Andre Rock, Brian Rock, and Charles Rock. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I don't even believe Chuck that's a, that, that's not a legit surname. That, that's a made up surname. Nobody's okay. really named Rock. I mean, right? Chris, on Wikipedia, it says his full name is Christopher Julius Rock. Okay. That's a beautiful name, actually. Uh, but I want to share um, I want to share some of these jokes. They're, they're one liners. They're all super quick. And, and I'm going to do a couple. And, and I got some bad jokes. I don't even need to like you're reading these. I just got these off yeah. the dome. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> G- give us one. And then why we'll the, compare it with some of why mine. Did the, why did the golfer bring two pairs of pants? I don't know. Why, Chris? In case he got a hole in one. Okay. <laughs> that would fit the jokes I'm about to tell you. Believe me, that would fit perfectly. I got one more. Okay. How do you follow Will Smith into the mud? How, Chris? Follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. That's, see, that's topical. Ooh. That's topical. Um, what did the pair say to the celery stick? I don't know. Quit stalking me. <laughs> how long do chickens work go ahead around the cluck <laughs> Boom. Terrible. What, what do you say if you meet a toad uh frost something with a frog for fra i don't know go warts new oh god that's <laughs> awful craig why why did the runner quit the race against bigfoot i don't know couldn't face defeat did, Greg, you're funnier than these jokes. What did the baby <laughs> corn say to the mama corn? I don't know. Where's popcorn? <laughs> That's good. I like that. How much money? Better does than a, anything Greg's read. How much money does a skunk have? One cent. <laughs> Why did the snowman call his dog Frost? Because Frost bites. <laughs> What did, what did one pickle... That was the closest one to being good. <laughs> what did one pickle say to the other when he didn't get its way? I don't know. Deal with it. 
What vegetable is cool, but not that cool? Mm, I don't know. A radish. Okay. <laughs> Why did the barber win the race? He knew shortcuts. What do you call someone who tells dad jokes but doesn't have kids? I was about to say Greg Cody. A faux pas. Okay. I have five or six more of these. I don't have to do them, but I can if you want. We only have five or six more listeners now, so. <clears throat> no, I think people are into this. How do you teach kids about taxes? I don't know. Eat 38% of their ice cream. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, by the way, I'm reading all these off a website. I didn't have the, all these. Oh, ah, okay. You're cheating. <laughs> what nationality is Santa Claus? North Polish. This was fun. Good segment. I think we should end it now. Okay. What do cats eat for breakfast? <laughs> Perfect pancakes. Mice Krispies. <laughs> okay, I like Mice Krispies. What's, the, I like what's the difference between a fish and a piano? Can this be the last one? You can't tune a fish. Hello, we got one. <laughs> Yeti, congrats. That one's, that one's been around for a long, long time. Tuna okay. fish, I get it. All right, Dad, please stop. All right, I, no, I have please. three more. All right, wh- Chris, would you rather this or Mount Gregmore? Uh, this. How do you stop an <laughs> astronaut's baby from crying? You rock it. <laughs> Why don't eggs tell jokes? Egg Cody. Hard, hard boiled to do it. I don't they know. They crack each other up. Ah. Where do cats go on vacation? Miawi. Did you hear about oh, the claustrophobic my. astronaut? He just wanted a bit more space. Okay. <laughs> All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes whatever bit that was. Yeah. Go to, uh, go to funnyeditor.com and enjoy these for yourself. That segment was called Chris and Greg Read the Internet. <clears throat> That's correct. That's exactly right. Christopher, um, did you watch the British Open? I know the timing is weird because it's like happening during the day, and you, I you caught I caught some of the stuff in the morning. Like I, I wasn't like for some reason maybe because of the time change. Like usually I'm like all the ma- the majors I am honed in on. Um, been a little busy these last few days, so I well, I didn't get to watch it honestly as much. But I know Tiger missed the cut, and once that happens, that that's another reason that I probably didn't watch. Yeah, Tiger. Um, I'm transfixed by Tiger Woods that even at his age, it, trying to make a comeback. He purposely skipped the U.S. Open so he would be ready for the British Open. Yeah. And, and this was the one at St. Andrews, you know, the 150th annual Open Championship at the birthplace of golf. Tigers won there before. So he really was amped to do well. And like you say, he missed the cut. And it was uh, so emotional watching him come up the 18th uh, fairway. He, he said the, the walk on the 18, it, it got to me. And he was very emotional as he said it. And he usually doesn't convey that much uh, emotion uh, with his voice, but he he was breaking up when he said that. Yeah, and- people because people were saying it's the last time he'll play that course because I guess the the open rotates, so like yeah, it, it won't be back for what like how many how every every blank years it's at. I think Andrews. every six years. I know he's going to be in his early fifties the next time. But but the other golfers were like tipping their caps to him, and it was it was just a real emotional moment. Uh, I miss that actually. That's really cool, man. That, yeah. That's something that you don't think about because with golf, you think, oh, I can play it forever. But if you're going to compete at the highest level, you can't play it forever. So it's like when like if Tiger gets healthy, how many more years does he have left of being able to really compete? So it's well, unfortunately, he's probably asking himself that now. You know, at, at his age and, and coming back from uh, a, a near fatal accident uh, a year ago, a little over a year ago, he has to be thinking, you know, I, I'm not going to play just to play. If I'm going to be missing cuts at majors, it's time. You know, I, I, I have to think that's in his mind. It's, it's so crazy, man. Like, he, 
what other sport has like even you know football tom brady has aaron rod but then there's always the next guy patrick mahomes is there you know what i mean like right there has never been as much as you want to say justin speed justin tom jordan speed justin thomas dustin johnson like all the good young guys nobody has been able to sustain you know what i mean rory had a run where rory won like four majors in three years and you're like okay maybe rory's the next tiger falls off Right. Jordan, Justin the, the, Thomas. He, well, even that's short of what Tiger was doing, just, too. You're four majors in three years. Just, that's like... Yeah, it's just so crazy. Like, all these golfers that we tried to anoint the next Tiger, but they can't do it. Scotty Scheffler ha- had dominated, like, the last few majors. Been, like, falling off. Like, he's... Like, you know what I mean? Like, every golfer... And these are all great golfers. This is not right. to take anything away from any of these guys. But it's just like, when is golf? And it's sad. And, like, and you're making me... I honestly hadn't even thought about this until right now. Like... Tiger's basically almost done. Like, what's yeah. next for golf? Like, it makes me sad. Like, how I'm not going to enjoy watching golf as much. Yeah, because when Tiger talks about uh, this was his last time at St. Andrews, which was very emotional for him playing this great uh, birthplace of golf course, what he meant was six years from now, I'm not going to be a competitive golfer. Six years from now, I'm not going to be entering a major just as a ceremonial thing because I can as a past champion. You know, I'm... I'm it had to eat him up to to miss the cut. I, I I truly think this had to be one of the most biggest disappointments of of his lifetime, missing this cut. And I mean, I could uh, see and, him still wanting to play, in in like you know, I, you, I think it's being able to compete, right? Like, because I do, you don't think Tiger will be the guy that like he's not gonna he's not gonna, um, what's the guy that always pops up at the majors? Fred, he's not gonna Fred couples it. And like be the guy that just shows up at these majors just to play, just to like get the applause. I don't know. That's a good question. I think Uh, he's going to play the Masters because the Masters is such an interesting course where sometimes minus five wins the tournament. Like I think the Master Augusta will see Tiger as long as he can walk. Yeah, I feel like if he feels he can be competitive, he's going to play. But based on the experience from the, the the weekend where he didn't even make the cut, I don't think that level of tiger woods is going to be playing much longer i I just can't see it i think he's got too much pride you know and and also at this point the odds you know the betting odds on everything you have to think the odds are really against tiger ever winning another major oh yeah i mean he's gone he's not the like back in the like five years ago any tournament he entered he would just be the favorite just because of like people want to bet on but now he's not like the last few years he's he's like middle of the pack he still is higher than he probably should be because people love to bet him he'll be like 20 to 1 a tournament that he's probably like 90 to 1 to win but like because so many people bet him they just make his odds lower right i gotta watch that video of him walking up 18 because the idea of like them all being at 18 to see tiger walking up 18 like is pretty cool yeah no it was it was very emotional and you know people bet with their hearts particularly uh people who don't bet a lot and so when you are betting on Tiger Woods to, to win a golf tournament at this stage, uh, it's just wishful thinking. You know, you truly are placing that bet, just hoping it happens, not necessarily for the money you'd win, but just to see it happen again. You know, at, at one time, he seemed like a cinch to surpass Nicholas's all-time record for major wins. And, and now it's, it's running away from him. You know, he ain't, he ain't going to do it. Um, the analogy in tennis would be Serena Williams, who... Uh, is really at the end of she's 40 now uh injury prone and and uh, i can't see her winning another major and and they it's a, sort it's of it's a have, time right now we're we're in a time in these sports like there's a transition going on oh yeah yeah lebron is uh at the end of his game although it's he making me, make me feel old i don't know about you guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've been feeling old for about 30 years so. tiger serena lebron yeah 
It, it is a goal. And Tom Brady, of course, it's a golden era in sports. That, that could be a column uh, closing by degrees. I think I've written that column uh, uh, and recycled it. I think I've written a version of that column about three times in the past five years. Dad, Actually. did you hear the criticism of Dan <laughs> Levitard uh, this, on this past week's show? Like that he got a tweet. Apparently, Zaslow likes to tweet Dan, like text Dan whenever you write an article that he thinks is like obvious. Okay. Like, I guess like you wrote a Heat Durant article. Okay. And Zaslow texted it to Dan and like Dan was just giving you a little shit on, on Twitter. It was just that. And then it's like, as if Zaslow like, criticizes the Heat a lot. Like, you know, right. you want to talk about one note, you know. Oh, he's a homer. Right. So yeah, I don't know that he um uh I don't even know that he texts Dan the article. He just the way Dan put it was he just texts him great column by Cody. I know that's the and thing. That's, no, 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 that's, that's their code. Like they have like a game where anytime he thinks you wrote something obvious, he'll just say to Dan, "Great article by Cody," and then Dan needs to go find what the article is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I don't know how to respond to that without criticizing Zaslow. Well, I was trying to so, tee you up on your podcast, something we could sell, Greg Cody responds to Zaslow, you know, something like that. Uh, he is this? beneath commentary. Oh, wow. <laughs> How's that? Wow. <laughs> that must be that. If I were a good producer, I would have been playing that through the whole dad joke yeah. segment, but I'll have to put that in post. Oh, yeah, yeah. Insert that in. Um, Look, I, I write three col- three or four columns a week, and uh, some of them I'm very proud of. Some of them aren't as good as others. Uh, and, you know, I don't it, it's easy to criticize and, and it's fair criticism. So somebody's very uh, uh, welcome to not like something I uh, write or to disagree with it. You know, most often uh, I'm a brilliant writer if you agree with what I've written and I'm a piece of shit if you don't agree with what I've written. And uh, and, and I don't that's the way it is being a sports columnist. So, and, and Levitard, by the way, uh, he's the one who uh, used to be uh, a, a sports columnist and, and recused himself uh, from the hard work uh, so that he could just uh, uh, be on the air yucking it up. And so um, I, you know, I, I have to admit, I did like join in on the fun, making fun of the fact that like, because remember, and I have told you that I said it on air that for months and years now, I've kind of told you like, you know, it's a clicks game now, like get out there and just say shit, even if you don't necessarily believe it, like say shit, get the clicks, like it's a different game now. And right. you've kind of resisted. And then you wrote that one Aubrey Huff column where you decided to make him a person. And uh, you were like, <laughs> that was hey, a really good column. You're like, what happened to his childhood? You know, like something, yeah. like, you know, something basically like that. And, we, and it was like we made the joke of like we were like we told Greg take some chances, and then he wrote the Aubrey Cuff column. We're like, all right, maybe don't, maybe back it up a little bit. <clears throat> no, I would defend that column. Uh, I, I felt Dan kind of did. He said, he says, and how controversial did he get? Aubrey Huff is human, right? Right. Like basically, really, there should be no controversy in that. But that's the one. Right. That was. The- <laughs> it was just like that's like you, you have to admit like that that was out of left field for you. That was like, it felt like a random one for you. Yeah. Well, the, the Kevin Durant column I wrote was perfectly legitimate because at, at the time I wrote it, uh, Kevin Durant, the idea of them getting Kevin Durant seemed off the table. They, they just weren't willing to go all in. They would have they, they didn't want to blow up the, the entire roster to get them. And, and basically what I wrote is, whoa. And, and keep in mind, this was a day before the Donovan Mitchell thing happened. OK, so at the time, there was no competing whale to go after because Donovan Mitchell had not yet. Um, there's still no trade. competing whale, by the way. Donovan no, no, Mitchell, one like like right. three steps below Kevin Durant. It's, it's a mini. Uh, Mitchell is a, a mini whale. You could make an argument uh, they should sign him merely based on the fact that he's seven years younger. 
but but the Durant column basically just said, Heat, what are you doing? You you have to go all in on this guy. You right. have a generational superstar. I think that's the point. It, like I think the point of Zaslow's is like, yeah, wouldn't everybody know? Like like that. You know what I mean? Like it's it, Dad. I know you have to. You, but what? But what are you supposed to write? You know, like you know, don't go okay. after Durant. Actually, there's your article. You just said it in passing. Don't go after Durant. Seven years young, older than Mitchell. Play for the long haul here. Then it's well, like, oh, I, that's yeah. that's. But Dad, you get the like. You have to under like like see. I know you want to get defensive of the criticism. <laughs> You understand a column saying the Heat should sign Dev- Kevin Durant. It, like, if someone says to you that's the most obvious thing you could possibly say, you don't really have a defense for that. It would have been very obvious if I said it at the outset of free agency, just after Durant had listed Phoenix and Miami as the two teams he preferred. It was much less obvious when I wrote it, because when I wrote it, Durant seemed off the table. The Heat we're just letting it slide. I mean, the Heat are still, I think the Heat are still going for it, right? I mean, I, I haven't been really following it, but I just okay. assume. Lying in wait, I think, is what we've been seeing. Anyway, people are, um, you know, I, I, I want a critic more legitimate than Homer Zaslow um, before I'm going to be upset by anything. How, how about that? Let's let you know what? You seem a little upset. Let's go to commercial. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From Danco, the makers of Stan Van Gundy's Hot Nuggets, comes another culinary delight, Stugatz's Sausage Fingers. Ooh! These chunky, meaty digits are great as a meal or as a snack. Sometimes I'll, like, <laughs> pick it up and eat it as a little taco. And like Cracker Jacks, there's a surprise in every package because you never know where those fingers have been. Tear me off half of that, stuff. For that extra kick, try Stugatz's Sausage Fingers with Chris Cody's Garlic Foot Sauce. Tastes like oof. Stugatz's Sausage Fingers. Order yours today by COB. It was the grossest, weirdest thing I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Look wow. at Mayor Matt. Those sound great. Thank you, Mayor, Mayor Matt. That's Mayor Matt, by the way, Dad. Yeah, I, we love Mayor Matt. I'm going to vote for him for re-election, even though I live nowhere in his district. <laughs> Must have been a slow day in Cartersville if you had time to record that. Yeah, that's we made, <laughs> made jokes about that before. Cartersville is uh, is on fire, and the mayor is uh, leaning into a mic recording a jingle. Mayor, the town hall's before. burning down. Quiet! It's the Chris Cody's garlic sauce. <laughs> <laughs> those fingers sound great though you know yeah. i mean don't just think of it as breakfast man i would eat how are they fingers. all the same size stugatz waves his hand in the air and all the fingers are the same size it's wild they are yeah i get really self-conscious though i'll be on a conference call at work and i've noticed like i'll notice it if i ever put yeah. my hands in You're the like, air i'm like i pull it <laughs> that's wild Cause, though because you think cause my fingers are kind of fat yeah and and stugatz his 
we we kind of hold it against them that all his fingers are the same size. That's a long thumb. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are my fingers fat? I don't think so. Zoom adds a, f- a few pounds to the hands. Let's all like that. Let's assess all of our hands. <laughs> Who's got the best yeah, hand? Dad, me I, and you have the same hands. Dad, ro- turn your hand around. Cody hands. I have I have large hands, but they're they're like clubs. They're like thick. They yeah. they aren't long fingers. Clubs. They're just my hands have girth. Let me see your hands again, Yeti. Turn around. Let me see Let the me back. F- see the back of those things. Yeah, your hands. And this is maybe you won't take this well. Your hands look older than you actually are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have perpetually dry skin. Old hands. Like you're in your late you're in your late thirties, early forties. I'm forty one almost forty one. Wow. Your hands look like your hands look like they're forty eight. Oh yeah, yeah. And if I don't if I don't put lotion on, they'll look like seventy three by the end of the day. <laughs> I've I've started using uh uh lotion on my uh forearms at the recommendation yep. of your mother. And it's helped. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. Uh, yeah, it Baby. <laughs> it <helps. laughs> That's not the only place I use it. I tell you Jesus. that. Jesus. All right. That, oh, that's, that, yeah, that's not I'm needed. Just kidding. Yeah, I don't like him either. <laughs> nor, nor should you after that remark, little yeah. girl. Um, uh, Yeti, you may not even remember this, but you texted me something um, that I found interesting. And then it fell between the cracks, and I want to bring it up oh, and no. see if you remember. Is this going to be some movie again that like, no. no one's heard of? <laughs> no, no. From 1937. And, and I don't know whether this is Yeti's invention or whether he's just passing along something he'd uh, read elsewhere. But the, the text from you said something to the effect, next big thing in sports, question mark, POV, point of view, play-by-play, and commentary from the athletes themselves. Uh, do you remember sending me that? Uh, no. Seems okay. unnecessary, you asking him if he remembers it. You want to bring it up? No, Go but ahead, I don't usually remember everything. <laughs> it, I am Well, it, it, it interested me, and I'm, and I'm glad I recalled it. We should probably it, cut it, out it, that question of, Yeti, do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and him saying no. That's very anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> but the idea of, of play-by-play and commentary from the athletes themselves in-game, I think is such a brilliant idea that if, if it hasn't already been out there and we're bringing it up for the first time, somebody's going to get out there and, and get on it. It's a ridiculous idea. What are we talking oh, about here? So you're talking about <laughs> LeBron James in the middle of an NBA game being the analyst, having headphones on and breaking down every play as the play goes? I think it works better Oh, yeah, yeah, football. yeah, yeah. The idea stemmed from like, so I remember I used to play tennis against the wall of my house. <laughs> And like I would do the own, I'd do my own call, like you know, Agassi, Yeti, Agassi, Yeti. Yes, Yeti. Or, when, or you're when you're alone the... playing with your wall, you need to be the player and the analyst. We don't need right. LeBron analyzing but, the NBA game. Right, but no, like what? It's more of like what's going on in their head. Like, like he talks it out. Like when you're when you're playing basketball and you're doing the own play by play, playing basketball by yourself in the backyard, counting down for the final shot. Like if they were giving that, like. Like, I wonder, I don't know. I, I mean, I get where you're at. Like, obviously, it'd be fun to hear what LeBron is thinking right before an incredibly important shot. But haven't we, we, we have enough now. This, this whole media enterprise TV, like, we get enough access. Like, we don't, like, that's why I get annoyed now. Major League Baseball is doing this thing now where they're literally interviewing guys in the middle of the game. Like, a guy could be in center field, like, like in the middle yeah. of a regular season game and they're like hey how's it going oh what are you thinking about right here like that's how baseball that's how desperate baseball is to try right. shit. that they are now making these poor players instead of concentrating on their game doing an interview in the middle of the game no it's enough like let these guys play we get enough access we talk to them before after the game we follow them on social media like we get enough we don't need more accesses okay games. here's what here's what i thought of when i saw that and, and i i was thinking of football for some reason which i think lends itself to this idea the, the idea is every player uh, on a team, as well as the coaches, everybody's mic'd up. Everybody has a live mic. 
but they're not turned on. And the producers you know are, are, yeah, but that, oh, so you're saying the producers are like, all right, let's go to, let's go to Manny Ginobili right now. Let's Mike him Right. Up. And it, yeah, in other words, the only time Patrick Mahomes might, might be turned on is uh, as the long pass to his receiver has left his hand. And now we get to hear, oh my God, I underthrew that. Or, yeah, you don't know what these guys are. It'd be the most difficult production in the hit. Like you're acting like it's such an right. easy thing. Like, oh, hit Mike. Cut it. Oh, let's go to his mic now. Like, it'd be so, the game moves so fast. Right. It would be such a sloppy people talking over each other. It would be so terrible. It would be great. It would be wonderful. We have Mike Breen with one of the all time great calls. Bosh, rebound, back to Allen, the three, bang. How do you think that call goes if Manu Ginobili's making it instead? It would have like, to be a separate broadcast. Like, what are but we like asking said, for? Here? There's like, a reason. There's a reason I forgot that I sent that, that text, and there's a reason nobody responded. Yeah. And it was a bad idea. Now I actually see, now see, ah, we're, we're fleshing ah. this out. And it's, I like that idea better, where it's just a separate thing. Yes. It's called the in game feed, where it's just right. everyone's mic'd up. We For this possession, it might be LeBron. It might be the coach, this one. And then you're just like listening to the sounds of the game. Yeah. Like, I get, okay, there I'm with you. But before I, I was envisioning literally wearing like LeBron wearing a, a, an analyst headset while running <laughs> no, down. Like, I like ah, that image. That was a good play hilarious. by, good defense by LeBron there as he's like literally <laughs> shuffling his feet. Like, <laughs> so that, uh, um, I, I said that, you know, I, I should have known it was a bad idea because no, there's a reason nobody responded. But at the same time, like, yeah, I don't respond to anything. Yeah, Chris is a bad texter. A so on mystery, oh on mystery crate this week, he don't talked about how good of a texter he was, and I'm sitting the whole time. I'm like, he's a fraud. He is such a fraud. Oh, this terrible. is totally no, 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 no. The worst. What I was talking about on mystery crate was my gift of gab when it came to the wooing of the opposites or the same whatever sex you're into. Wooing when it, it when it came to the wooing. Back in my day, when I was like texting with someone that I was interested in, I there's nobody better at the gift of gab, like keeping it loose, being funny, being like, you know, keeping them interested. That's what I was bragging about. I am admittedly You wanna meet me in my dad's garage? <laughs> I hey, I am admittedly a terrible texter. Like I'm like that with my wife. Like it's not just like I wouldn't take it personal. Is what I always tell people. I just yeah, so, you know. What do you think when I'm not responding? You're like hey. I, it, it. It does unleash my neuroses. And and I'll tell. Let let me give you the hierarchy. The hierarchy of when I don't get a response from Greg or Chris. Yeah. Um. For a while, it goes from number one. Is Greg dead? <laughs> no. <laughs> Always a possibility. Is Greg I, dead? And that's why Chris isn't responding because he's sad. So like they just and, haven't told. And me this yet. isn't like five minutes. This is like if it goes like. A day, okay, because that happens sometimes. Usually, Greg will respond, you know, and and defer to Chris. Well, it all depends on what Christopher has to think, because I refuse to put any effort in having any opinion at all. Correct. <laughs> I delegate. That's why I pay producers. Thank you. But if I don't hear from either of you, I'm like, what if something bad has happened to somebody in the family? And yeah. that, of course, the, the first thought is, Greg, is Greg dead? Right. Number two, am I fired? <laughs> um, and they just haven't had the heart to tell me. Um. <laughs> That's a big fear of mine. Um, I'll accept it when it happens, but I, it's not something I want to happen. And number three is just <laughs> maybe you. they just don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also a possibility. Yeah, oh, just kidding. It's always, just a joke. Always. Um, I don't have an excuse, man. I'm just not good at texting. Like, I'm, I'm, Even I'm Adnan, I do like that Adnan calls you out for it on Cinephile too. Like I'm just done trying to like justify it. I'm just not good at it. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, not to have a, a show meeting on the air, but it is a very serious issue that I've been meaning to bring up to you. It's when I send you five podcast related texts in a row, 
and you don't answer any of them, that's rude. You're not doing your job. <laughs> that's quite fair. frankly. That's for, fair. For the, I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not for pushing the listeners, back. Greg has texted our group chat. Christopher, I have called and texted you directly, and you have not responded. If you happen to see this here, please call me. Well, <laughs> well the one thing that like the one thing that is not going to get me to respond is when you do that thing where you copy and paste the same message. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. I so, love like, doing you, that. I get a message from you, and then like two hours later, I see a text, and it's like that same thing, copy and pasted it. Like I'll, while while your point is right, and I was wrong for not responding, I can't give you the win there. When you oh do I, that. yeah, but. And, I take that when I'm before I text back. I'm like, give it a little bit more time. I don't want to piss Chris off. I don't want to. You know, you're not going to piss. I me do off. feel like I'm annoying. I'm neenering. Like, hey, can I get a response on this? Hey, no, hey, dude, hey, hey. You do that sometimes. You send social clips to me to approve, and then like you're like, you give me like questions. Like, you keep keep peppering me because I'm more like because like the real the reason I'm so bad at texting is that I'm I'm generally doing something in my life. So I see a text and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like, all right, I saw that, gonna respond to it, and then life happens and it's been and then next thing you know, it's been ten hours since that text, and I'm like, and I'll own like, like my texts are too long. And too detailed. I put a lot of stuff in my text. Hey, no, no, no. what about this idea? Ba 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 ba. Hey, you know. both of you, stop it. This is a me issue. This is me. <laughs> don't like. Don't don't look at what you're doing and think, man. Should I be doing less? Like, no. This is. I'm bad at this. I need to be better. Will I actually be better? Probably not. No, you won't. Okay. Here's <laughs> uh, here's the key to a repeat text, a copy and paste repeat text, and I've mastered this, and it's beautiful. I think I invented this. Okay, you send the repeat text by pasting it. But you add an exclamation point to the end. <laughs> See? And, and that, you don't even do that, though. I do that when I think of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't notice it. because it's not a good way to get us to notice the repeat text. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, then, then, then respond the first time. Oh, gosh. As far as I'm concerned. Um, all right. I, I want to uh, quiz you guys on, on two things. I thought we were going to get to the funeral. Yeah, we're, we're going to do these two things first. Okay, one of them is um, uh, a website called moneyversed.com came up with the list of the unhealthiest fast food restaurants in America. I'm not sure their, their criteria, but they did have a lot of details about, you know, calories and saturated fat content and all that stuff. I got to so, guess. guess. Can I guess? Well, I'm going to I'm going to read the top 10 afterward. But first, I'm going to give you each three guesses to see if you can get anything that's in the top 10. These are oh, fast food okay. or just restaurants, period? Um, it says fast food, but okay. there's at least one restaurant in the top 10 that I do not consider fast food. So okay. why don't you consider it just restaurants in general? But for the most part, they're fast food. So throw out a couple of guesses. See, like this is interesting because I know like, I, I've read articles before about like the single items. So like right. I know like I know that KFC's bowl, mashed potato bowl. Right. It's like literally the most calories you can like intake in a single like super high calories and super high sodium. Okay. I'm going to go I'm going to say KFC's in there. That's a very good guess. I would have thought so, but no. Okay. McDonald's. McDonald's. Nope. All right. So I'm going to guess Hardee's is in the top 5. Hardee's is number 7. Five okay. guys. Um Five guys is number 9. Yeah. Okay, Christopher, okay. you're out of guesses. Yet you have another guess. I mean, why can't we just? Why don't we just keep playing? Like, why don't we? Okay, go yes, ahead. Hardy's um, is Popeyes. Popeyes is number six. You guys are on a roll. Okay, so I've got number six and number seven. I know what's not in there because I've read multiple articles that say this is the healthiest fast food, and because of that, I eat it all the time because it makes me feel like I'm not being as fat. Taco Bell, not in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Taco Bell. Every time I like have healthy. Taco Bell for the fourth time in a month, I'm like, it's the, <laughs> it's the healthiest fast food place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Thank God for that one article. But yet that article was probably like Taco Bell probably paid to be at the top of that article. That I read. <laughs> healthiest the healthiest yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You you guys have gotten most of the bottom of the top 10, but not the top five. Um, um, I'll just have to say Burger King. I'm kind of out. No. Oh, checkers. Ra- checkers slash rallies. Checkers is number three. Hey. Da-da. All right. Go ahead. Give us the rest. OK. Number 10, Dunkin Donuts. Number nine, five guys. Eight. Really? And this Dunkin', is not fast food. Dunkin' Number Donuts. Eight is, what's this? What's the criteria here? You know, the the, the criteria was was unclear. I, I think it's mostly average calories, or I'm okay. not sure. That seems uh, odd. That like Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Did they put Krispy Kreme on there then? Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, they don't specify. Yeah, Number, yeah. Because I don't go to Dunkin' no, Dad, Donuts. No, he's saying well Krispy anything, Kreme but, is a different type of like that's a different oh, right, restaurant. Right, yeah. Good point. Because they eight, don't specify which donuts. Because you go, not a fast food restaurant. Go, are there any is, Krispy Kremes on there? He goes, no, they don't specify the donuts. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Number eight is Cheesecake Factory. That's, yeah, see, not that's, fast food. that's what I was going to guess was Cheesecake Factory, but that's not a fast food place. How is that fast food? Uh, it isn't. That, that's why that's bad. That's why I asked if it was restaurants or fast food because Cheesecake Factory was my first guess. But why? But you thought Cheesecake Factory would be in there? No, I didn't. I, I it shouldn't be. Uh, number seven, Hardee's. Six, Popeyes. Five, Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. Ah, which is Hardee's. Four, it's West Coast Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. Not fast food. <laughs> this is a weird list. Number three, Checkers. Number two, this surprised me, Chili's. Not fast food. What That's are not we doing food. here? Okay, they're honey. Listen to this. This must be chain restaurants. They're honey, chipotle, crispers, and waffles. 2,590 calories. That's great. Wow. And number That's one. a day's worth of calories. And number one, half more than half of their dishes have 10 or more grams of saturated fat. Sonic Drive-In. Oh, forget about Sonic. That's number one. Uh, that, that, no. you, you must have read this article wrong, like the headline. It was, it was chain restaurants. It was I not think fast it was. food. Yeah, it was chain restaurants. Okay. You're right. Well, you totally like, sold it as, like, as someone was, who is concerned with headlines. You'd think you'd get that right. But no, it's, if it's not your headline. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory Chili's. Like, it was a chain. It, it's chains. Okay. Now, I want to do one more of these. I would not have put Cheesecake Factory in there, though. Like, even if oh you said God. chain restaurants, like, I don't think of that as an unhealthy restaurant. Oh, I would have. Their stuff is, man, they, they have everything on their menu is like super high calorie, like 1,500 yeah. calories, or in other words, what I eat for breakfast. Um, <laughs> and the portions are too big at Cheesecake yeah. Factory. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you get more mashed potatoes than you could eat in three sittings. I love some fried macaroni, though. Um, so, Sleepiest Songs. Um, this is from uh, loudwire.com this this, that this episode has just been you reading from the internet like I feel like you've already done this twice this episode you want to save this reading of the internet till next episode and we'll just you think I should save the sleepiest songs I mean I just no because we've teased it now I feel like you just like you've gone on a like you hit a note this episode and you're like beating that note to death right like hey this week's episode is just internet lists right it's a theme uh show is what it is uh okay i'm I, we'll take the shortcut there's these are the 10 most sleep inducing give me the top five <laughs> songs ever uh based on characteristics um that liken them to lullabies and tempo and scale and all that stuff it sounds like you're uh, getting bored with this topic before we even started no i'm <laughs> I, i'm giving you each two guesses to name one song that's in the top 10 Two guesses only. Rockabye baby. No. Rockabye baby. Um, muskrat no. love. No, that's it. 
That's actually a very good guess, but it isn't on the list. <laughs> Just tell us that. Hello okay. by Lionel Richie. Another good guess. It isn't. Um, Hello. Uh, <laughs> How I'm deep r- is your love by the Bee Gees? Another <laughs> good guess. Yeti is just, uh, it, no one is meant for this game more than Yeti. I used, I used to fall asleep, actually, in high school listening to the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. It would do this, like, if I laid down and I put that on, I'd go to sleep. No problem. Quick. It was weird. Number 10, imagine John Lennon. Number nine, Desperado, the Eagles. Number eight, Every Breath You Take, Police. Number seven, I don't get this one being on the list. Walk on the Wild Side, Lou Reed. Number six, The Load, Jackson Brown. Oh, yeah. Number five, Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. Number four, Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight, The Beatles. How do you feel about this, Dad? This, this I love it. This style of like Because I'm, in a, I'm so into music. By the way, almost all of these songs are from the 70s, the sleepy 70s. Whenever I love how this, like, you shuffling think, their feet on quaaludes. You think in the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody that all these topics would be Greg Cody's top ten, but it's no. It's just my dad reading somebody else's article. <laughs> Number three. Well, this is scientific. No, it's this just a guy based on no, just tempo and scale. I think it's just a guy who wrote decided to write an article top ten songs. Number three, Mona Lisa's and Manhattan's Elton John. Number two, and I don't know this Led Zeppelin song. Maybe Yeti does. Number two, going to California, Led Zeppelin. Oh, it's spend my days on a woman and gun, oh, smoke yeah, my yeah. stuff and drink all my wine. Okay, yeah, 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 I do know that song. I just didn't know about the name. <laughs> so that is a sleepy song. Good thing you um, did research going into that. And, uh, <laughs> and well, I knew all the songs except that one. And number one, I'm sad to say, your song by Elton John, the sleepiest <laughs> song in history. I don't agree with that. I That little girl likes me less after that bit. And you can tell everybody. This is your song. Maybe quite <laughs> simple, but I that it's love. Hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> if I put down <laughs> in words how, how wonderful life is while well, you're in the world. <laughs> Maybe we should bury some shoes now that our whole audience is tuned out. Yeah. I think it's time. I think it's time. I hope I can. Yeah, you want to say a few words before the burial? I want to say more than a few words. Oh, God. Okay. I want to welcome the dear guests to our funeral as we bid farewell to our beloved Sperry Topsider Deck Shoes, a.k.a. Boat Shoes. 1997 to 2022. Ashes do not await these cherished dogs. Rather, a hallowed place in the Great Cody Hall of Fame alongside PFPI Championship trophies, the original Stratomatic board game, and the baseball mitt worn during the Adler's Drugs era. These shoes are family. Deck Cody. Named Deck L and Deck R or Deckel and Decker. Uh... They are being retired. Okay. We have dipped them in bronze. Uh, The bronze version of these beloved shoes will be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, The actual shoes um, will be buried after this ceremony. Um, Our guests at today's funeral are the dearly departed's best and longtime friends straight out of the closet. Rockport black dress shoes, New Balance sneakers that may or may not be women's shoes. Their mom's sneakers. And of course, special guest Dr. Scholl, 
whose beloved foam inserts did nothing less than extend the lifespan of the what's, twins. What's happening? <laughs> you know, the Topsider was invented in 1935 when a sailor named Paul Sperry slipped on the deck of his boat one night and fell overboard in Long Island Sound. I wish I could hit fast Once forward he right now. pulled himself back on board and was safely on land, Sperry began experimenting with ways to make a non-slip shoe. What's happening? <laughs> it noticed his Cocker Spaniel's ability to run down an icy hill without slipping. Examining its paws, Sperry noticed fr- traction-enhancing grooves, which he sought to mimic by cutting a pattern of them into a natural rubber sole, utilizing a process known as siping, as in the <laughs> siping of, it of car tires. Well, the rest was history and became a part of family history when, around 1997, by our best guesstimate, Greg Cody purchased a pair of topsiders <laughs> that would carry him for more than two decades. With him like trusted friends across continents, across decades. Over time, the rubber soles thinned and cracked. The siping worn smooth in parts. The leather took on the creases of old age and embedded dust. A hole where the small toe rests grew on deckle. Remarkably, heroically, the laces are the originals. But the leather hardened by degrees, the years and the miles catching up. It was time. And so it is time to say farewell, Deckel and Decker, the twins. <laughs> no shoes have ever wrapped feet more lovingly with nary a complaint over time as great toenails grew long or black as the chides rang in from the Levitard show. You faced forward, walked on, and never looked back. You stood tall. Well, actually, you stood very low, but forever low-riding giants in my eyes. <laughs> that was beautiful dad thank you how long into those shoes did you name them Deckel and decker how old were they by the time you named them um it was it, it was a while it was after they died honestly it was, it was, sad. A, it was a while. sad that they never knew their name <laughs> deck cody uh deck cody is a f- great joke and the twins deck cody and deck cody and his Deckel brother, and deck decker cody. that's right deck l and deck r all right well i think there's no way better way to close out this episode than you know, it's time to put these things to rest. Yeah. This might be our least listened to episode. (laughs) 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 All right. Come on, everybody. We're burying the shoes. It's also starting to rain. It is starting to rain. I've never seen a more indifferent crew before a burial. It's like a memorial service here where it's solemn. And yet they're not acting like it's great. So are you excited for the burial? Yes. What were you just saying? I said if I would have known beforehand the things I would have to do by marrying into this family, I would have rethought. I couldn't have told her. It's a, it's a cult. I noticed you guys have a big gla- filled glass of wine. We right. need it. Okay. Look at my shoes. Deserve to be buried. All right, go ahead. Like, Can we just start? Yes. The shoes are out here. You have a Please. shovel. Please. Okay. Let's give the shoes the respect they deserve. All right, it's starting to rain. All right, Crazy come on. Okay. I'm surprised that he doesn't have an umbrella. So you're actually digging? Don't yes. Isn't there a cat buried back here somewhere? Uh, a couple of them. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's like a crappy part of where the grass is. That's like a really nice. Charlie, part. Charlie. The the Deckel and Decker deserve a beautiful <laughs> spot. <laughs> Mom is not happy with the spot you've you've decided. She doesn't even want to be here. It's unbelievable. This whole thing is going off the rails. 
We're trying to have a beautiful memorial service here. Michael's not even here. My youngest son doesn't even honor the shoes to be here. It's like ridiculous. Graceland's playing with the dog. This is no. It's, it's it's crazy. The whole thing is going off the rails. We're listening, but I just think that's really a bad spot to. All right, I can't believe you actually have a hole here. Yes, it's a beautiful hole. It's a bowl. <laughs> it's about two thirds the size of a shoe. Bowl. Nobody else is listening. It's just me and you it's now. But it's so fine. So ridiculous. Keep, keep going. It's so ridiculous. It's such a dishonor of the shoes. Why okay. are we here? All right, it's just me and you, and I can smell them. Can you put these underground? Right, we're putting them underground right now. Hang on. All right, I'm burying. All right, wow. Right. Do shows do shoes decompose? Oh yeah, I'm sure they do. Okay. Yeah. You know what we're gonna do though? We're gonna come back here on the one year anniversary. No, we're not. And check them out. Gracelyn, are you sad about Pop Shoes? Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, the shoes are buried. What do you think? I think they should have been buried about five years. Ago. Uh, five years too late. Okay. All right. Well, this, they're gone. How do you feel? I feel a mixture of uh, sadness and closure. Actually, it's raining. Can we go inside now? Yeah, let's do. Okay. All right. Michael didn't show up. No, he didn't. No. You know what? Cutting him out of my will. Classic Greg Cody joke.